Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, fellow humans. Welcome to the Hot Mess Clubhouse, a podcast celebrating funny women hosted by me, Lucy Vine. This week, we welcome our fourth guest to the clubhouse, brilliant writer and comedian, Alison Spittle. I was so excited to meet her because I've heard her do so much and enjoyed her so much, and she was an absolute letdown. Just kidding, she's totally excellent. Although I was very jealous going into this chat because just outside the studio, we bumped into another Irish person and they instantly bonded, so I was resentfully trying to prove my Irish credentials, even though I don't have any. Alison is absolutely wonderful and I fell a little bit in love with her, which I'm sure you'll be able to tell as we talk about destroying weddings, Catholic guilt, fatness, and that weird thing when you discover your parents are human beings. Hope you enjoy this chat. Please subscribe and rate if you have a minute. Hello, how are you? How are you, more importantly? Good, good, You're good. the star here. What? <laughs> Do you know what's weird? Like, because um, my dad is English and um, like, hmm. sometimes I listen to myself on a podcast and I could hear myself saying more and more words kind of english here. Oh no, you're getting anglicised. Well, yeah, but I get anglicised every time I ring up my dad, though, because he's like, oh, So he I... has a proper English accent. Oh, then. he's like, yeah, yeah, oh. he, he is that English. It's <laughs> almost offensive. Because you were born here, weren't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah. And then you moved about. Did, I moved... I read your Wikipedia page. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know who did that Wikipedia page. Oh, I was going to ask you, who makes a Wikipedia page? I'd say it has to be my agent in Ireland. Sure. I'd say, because it's all... It's their job, right? Yeah, and, it, and it's all like... <laughs> It's got a lot of citations as well. It's not like, oh, this interview that she did here. And <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's definitely the agent. And my Wikipedia page does talk about a, a TV show that I wasn't proud of that I'd like oh, it off no. my Wikipedia. But, but you I can request changes, surely. But you can't. Can you request because of shame? Yes. Can you go, really? No, you can't. <laughs> no. So anyway, yes. um, when I was bothering you about this interview, uh-huh. you mentioned that you're writing. What is it that you're writing? Are you working on a new show? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm working on something that kind of, um, it, I mean, it's very early days. and probably But you've done that before, haven't happening. you? I have, in Ireland. Mm. And I enjoyed it. It was good crack. That was the... The show that I did is not the show that I'm ashamed of. Oh, okay. Be, <laughs> just, <checking. yeah. laughs> just saying that right now. Maybe you should list the things that are not the thing you're ashamed of. <laughs> no, I'll let the rest of them stew. Yeah, <laughs> just let them be out there wondering if they're the thing that you... Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, um, I wrote a sitcom with my partner and um, I acted in it and it was um, shown in Ireland and... 
Um, I don't know if, if it's going to get shown here. Probably not. Like you know, but that is phenomenal. Yeah. Who cares if England won it? Ireland liked it. I know. Yeah, I was right? really happy. The only people yeah. that matter. But it's so <laughs> weird being over here and kind of going. Um, I write TV in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very very niche uh, yeah. thing. Do you enjoy the writing process? I enjoy I enjoy writing dialogue. I'm writing. Um, I can tell you about this actually. I'm writing a play. Oh, amazing! Yeah, yeah, and. Um, uh, I did a half an hour of it and we did a work in progress festival and it was lovely. It was really so nice. Well. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And it's a big risk of a play that I wouldn't have been able to put on TV or, or uh, in a film. Amazing. So, yeah, I think that's why I wrote it. I wanted to scratch that itch. That sounds phenomenal. It. So when, yeah. um, when will that be? Hopefully, oh, once again, we've applied for festivals. Amazing. Um, so you have to... I'll have to, like, in about a few months, I'd know what's happening. Oh, fingers crossed. Mm. Absolutely, fingers crossed, because yeah. the two actors that are in it are amazing. Oh, that's such a nice feeling. It must, and it must also be such a nice feeling when you do the work-in-progress things and get such yeah. a lovely reaction. Especially... That sort of immediate feedback. I wrote it for... There was one guy in particular that I wanted to be the the male in it because I just think he's incredibly talented. And then the, the other actor in it is a lady called Roxanne, and she's amazing. And she's in this new film that my friend is making about uh, bike stealing in Ireland. Amazing. And they're all making it in their spare time. And I think that's what I miss about Dublin. I love London, but I miss the set of creative friends that I have. Yeah. And now they're only WhatsApp people. Yeah, but yeah. you can find a new gang here. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm looking Surely. forward to that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Made one today. Uh, one yeah. friend today. <laughs> yeah. Not me. I'm, I'm fine about it. <laughs> I'm so bad. No, I want to be too. We're podcasting. We'll, yeah. We'll be best friends in yeah. like 10 minutes, right? <laughs> exactly. That's how podcasts work. Honestly, a lot of my friends I've made because I have a podcast <laughs> and I just interview them. And then, like, yeah. there's a lady called Caroline O'Donoghue. Yes, you know I know her. her. Yeah, she's great. She's, I was just listening to your podcast, uh, chat with her. I love so her. great. I love her. And now, like, I'm really bad at. Um, I am 29. Right. And. I'm not used to making new friends and I'm really bad at um, keeping up with people via WhatsApp or Facebook or I just always kill a virtual conversation very quickly. <laughs> I do. Some people write, hey, what are you up to today? And I'm like, oh, yeah, nothing. Nothing. And then 20 minutes later, <laughs> I'll text, stop. how are you? <laughs> do you know, I'm, very, I'm very bad at that and I wish I was better because I need more friends. Well, I was going like, to ask you, um, hmm. we mentioned just a minute ago like um, that you moved around a lot when you were young. You yeah. moved to a few different places and then ended up in Ireland. I did that. Do you, but do you... Oh, th- where? Yeah, almost exactly. I sort of finished moving around when I was eight. Oh, my god! But you moved in and out of the country and everything, didn't you? I was just around But you UK. moved schools? Yeah, well, repeatedly. That's, I think that's the big thing. And I wanted to ask you if you feel like that was something that helped you because you then just have to keep making new friends. Definitely. Definitely. Or if it or if it's just really soul destroying. <laughs> no, no, like so me and my cousin Anthony, who's this like fantastic social he's just a some people are just a got wonderful it. man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh he moved around a lot as well. Like um like I think children of builders in the nineties um moved around a lot, you know, young I remember I lived in Germany and I had no children friends. So my I, I had a goldfish 
and uh, that I named after my dad's workmate called Brett. And I would just call different. <laughs> Were you obs- particularly obsessed with your dad's friend? That's no, <laughs> I like the name. There was another oh, okay. guy it called wasn't Malcolm that. from New Zealand, and I named like another fish after him. And I named uh, another fish <laughs> after my mum Jenny. And uh, my mum, my mum, I think the fish died of its own volition. <laughs> But my mum was like, ah, we had an accident. I, I flushed the, to- the the fish down the toilet by accident. How and does that happen? You see, accident? and I <laughs> I took that as a kid. I was a very gullible kid, Aww. and I held it against my mum. Oh, well, you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think what happened was I didn't listen to her correctly, and she probably said there was an accident. The oh, fish right. is dead, so I flushed the fish down the toilet. You haven't had this confrontation with her since then? No, not yet. But one day, it's brewing, if right? I drink enough at Christmas, yeah. it'll come bubbling out. And another thing. <laughs> All this resentment building yeah, up. Yeah, building up. It's beautiful. <laughs> I'm waiting for a big family occasion. Maybe my sister's yeah. wedding. Perfect. Yes, yes. great time. Yeah, great just time. as the vows are being exchanged. That's how my family sort out stuff, though. His side. Wait for dramatic, important moments. Wait for a wedding and destroy it. <laughs> Fantastic. (laughs) If a wedding hasn't been destroyed in some way, it's not a proper wedding. If a bride isn't crying in the corner while being consoled by someone in front of a chocolate fountain while (laughs) while two men throw each other into a sweet display. And you're like, leave it out. It's our big day. (laughs) No, can't wait. We need to do it now. Sorry. (laughs) It's just Prosecco, which reminds me of violence at weddings. We're drinking Prosecco, and it's also bad and dangerous for me because Prosecco really makes me burp. So Mm. any second now, I'm just going to start burping into the mic. This genuinely is expensive Prosecco. Can you tell? If I like it, it's expensive because I've got expensive taste. (laughs) If it's that nice, it's cheap. Yeah, that'll do it. Okay, yeah, that seems right. Yeah, because you've got expensive taste buds. Exactly. Classy taste buds. Classy. Um, yeah, I moved around. Sorry, to go back to your question. Oh, I, I don't, I'm so sorry. I feel like I've asked you a que- no, so many questions that we so haven't bad. once got to the air. Sorry, it's I'm my fault. S- no, but I moved around, sorry, moved around loads. And when I was a kid, I was always on like the periphery of friend groups, but I was always right. a funny one. So I could, I just made a role for myself and went in and was just like, Hi, my name is Alison. Okay, we don't have much time. I've got two months in this school. Let me tell you a joke. And Did let's you be always friends. know you were only going to be there for a short time? No. No, but like you kind of, sure. you, you use those same kind of uh, learning mechanisms and yeah. social, socialising kind of uh, patterns uh, all the time. I'm, I moved like loads. I remember once. So my dad, um, my dad was a builder and then he had an accident and was disabled for a couple of years. So we kind of just kept us in the one place then and we just stayed. Um, But I think if he didn't have that car crash, we probably would have moved around loads. Don't worry, that's not a secret. He's fine now, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in a a wheelchair for a couple of years. how old were you at that point? I was about, I would say, six or seven or something like that. Because it's weird when you can see your parents being sort of weak and vulnerable, like human beings, especially when you're young. Oh, totally. But you know what's weird is, like, when you're a teenager, uh, it's when you talk to your parents. Like, yeah. the physical thing, it was just like, oh, that's daddy on wheels for <laughs> a year. What a cool dude. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> daddy's frustrated. I understand. But, like... Um, uh, do you know what the cool thing was that like his he he kind of attaches himself to his work he's a great man he he really loves 
Britain and he loves building. And those are his two favourite things. And, uh, are you number three? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I'm up there. I'm up there. But, but like, um, they would bring him in uh, and make the site kind of wheelchair accessible. And then he would build walls up until, up until the height that he could. Oh, amazing. Which was pretty cool. He carried on working then, yeah. Yeah, oh, all the time. So that's why, yeah. yeah but it, And you said about talking when you were a teenager, like later on when you discover they're emotional human beings oh, as well. Oh, stop. Yeah, and then Weird. you get older. Weird. And then, you know, and sometimes when you're a kid, you're like, why is he acting that way? Or why is she acting that way? And then yeah. you get older and you're like, oh. Human being. Mm, weird totally, weird totally, yeah but also it's this thing of like uh we blame our parents for everything really don't we like like yes. emotional and we're all just so fucked up and it is generally our parents fault but they're, they're also human beings yeah and then i'm like <laughs> i would so fuck weird. up my kids this so is why badly. i don't want to do it <laughs> i would yeah 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 i'm i would do it so bad i'm like <laughs> also, i already the world's know. gonna be like destroyed any minute now so i know so i'm saying it's for environmental reasons yes it's quite right so you are a very funny woman <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I mean, does it make you uncomfortable to be sort of given a compliment? How are you with compliments? I'm very bad because I'm ex-Catholic, so uh, same, therefore, yeah. are you the Catholic guilt? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm pretty Irish in all but all <laughs> literalness. But... Oh my gosh. <laughs> One of five Catholic yeah. family. Yeah. So did you go to Catholic school? Yeah, nuns, the lot. Oh my gosh. Well, did what's you? your favorite hymn? Yes. Well, in secondary school, there was some like residual nuns. How? What was your experience of nuns? Um, there was one nun who was lovely and there was one nun who I mean I did give a lot of cheek you know what give it yeah give a lot of cheek yeah. and, and uh, be quite naughty and it was about 15 and she said to me if this was 20 years ago I'd be hitting you with a ruler right now <laughs> and I was like ha ha <laughs> Yes, how sad that uh, child yeah. brutality has, is no longer allowed. <laughs> Although, I mean, I would have hit me for real. Yeah, this is why I couldn't, couldn't be a teacher. Both couldn't my parents teacher. were teachers. I couldn't be a teacher because I would beat I the shit be out of kids. I couldn't anything other than a, like, like a comedian. Like, oh, well, that's a lovely way to feel. There's it's no like, responsibility. Like you're calling. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have any regrets about your choice. And there's no HR department. Oh, it's good, isn't it? They're I mean, that is what, what is bad, though, about comedy. Oh, we were talking about nuns, and I really wanted to ask you what you yeah. made of the the sexy priest in Fleabag. Because as an Irish Catholic, I was so turned on, and yet also so horrified at myself. But it's like <laughs> it's like that's the ultimate. Do you, what? what where does the horror come from? Because he's a pri- like growing up. Come on, were you not just? Like priests were sort of godlike figures. Yeah, they they're like Ken dolls. To yeah, me. absolutely. That's what I mean. And junk. then to fancy one. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's not, he's an actor. I understand that. But <laughs> in Ireland, like we've got such small towns and villages that you hear gossip all the time, and there's always like back in the day there was always some lad in like uh, there's a lot of scandals in Ireland like of. And on the nicer scale is like just priests having affairs. Sure. You know, and you're That's like... That's the best you can hope for. That is the best. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely a priest from my first school who taught my brother's class who is in jail now. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, I wonder how they get... We should get off this subject. Love um, a bit of pedophiles. I know. It's, well, you see, that's it being Catholic, though. It is kind of like... A really there. mixed bag of feelings. Yeah. Did your parents ever warn you against... Uh, like, how did they explain the concept of like pedophilia to you? They never did. Okay. Well, I don't. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's the five years. Like, I'm older than you. Yeah. But I don't think it was really something I was even aware of until I was did an you adult. Not, did really? you? Not, 
I mean, my mum would be like, see that man that lives in that house? Keep away from that man. Oh, really? I never go near that man. Yeah. And was he definitely? Or do you oh, think he was. was just he was gossip? convicted. He oh, was, shit. Yeah, right, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. So it was just like... I, I mean, maybe she did. I, there was definitely the stranger danger shit that you... Yeah. We had, like, we had, like, a single man living in your town. Teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. What do you miss about being a Catholic? Um, I don't know if I miss anything about it. I miss the communion. The, do you, actually? I miss the taste. I but miss the horrible. Whole... Tasted like a bit of cardboard. It tasted like wafer. Stop it. And it was a piece of cardboard. You said it stuck <laughs> to the roof of my mouth when I was a kid. I'd be like, yeah, that was horrible. Oh, this is unbecoming of Jesus to be here. And I tried to flick him. A piece him. of Jesus is stuck to the top of my yeah, mouth. Yeah, well, that's it. We always think about, like, Jesus in that way of, like, all right, I'm consuming our Lord. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that. Oh I miss some of the hymns. I do. Yeah. Do you know what the hymns they were yeah. lovely, weren't they? Yeah. I, the Lord of sea and sky. Do you remember that yeah. one? Yeah. I have heard my people cry, all who dwell in dark and sin. My hand shall save. <laughs> it's oh, like, wow. That is amazing. Yeah. It doesn't I haven't thought visceral. about that song. Yeah. They come back to me. It's like a Muppet Christmas Carol to me. Aww. If you if you sing a bit of Muppet Christmas for Carol, I'll just join in. Oh. Plus, actually, I felt my God was uh, the Muppet of Christmas Future because I watched that around the time I was discovering. But do you not uh, believe in God at all anymore or is it no. just Catholicism? No, I don't because I kind of left Catholicism and I was like, I'm not going to think about this until somebody close to me dies. And then somebody close sure. to me did die. And I was it like, still didn't bring it back for you. And then I was like, all right, that's it then. Yeah, all right. Yeah, how are you about it? Um, well, I remember being about... 13 still going to church and and just Mm -hmm. one day everyone doing the creed and like all chanting at once and I was just remember just this realisation that it was like a cult and that it actually was just made me very uncomfortable and I didn't believe in any of it and it was quite a sudden because I was really like I used to write bible stories and stuff when I was a kid oh I was massively into God I kept trying to convert my dad and my dad was an (laughs) atheist was your dad not oh right so was it your mum who got you into Catholicism mum and dad when they got married had to sign a contract to bring me up as Catholic no or they couldn't get married in Catholic (gasps) church and mum wanted to get married in the Catholic church it was like the 80s but um (laughs) yeah yeah Oh, amazing. I used to go to Sunday school. was very yeah, into JC. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Do you feel like, um, as a comedian, mm-hmm. people mistake, you know, that stage confidence with, with actual endless buckets of confidence? Yeah, because I went to a parity a few weeks ago and it was from a lovely lady that's, like, more successful than me. Her friend group is just incredible people that have been in TV and films and stuff. And Come I just, on, give me just one name. Who will I give? <laughs> Terry Hatcher was there. What? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what? I was like... That was an unexpected <laughs> name. <I know. laughs> the comedy circuit and Terry Hatcher. She was really nice. She was amazing. really, really lovely. Did you lovely. talk to her then? I, yeah, and we danced together to nine to five. But that is amazing. For the first hour, I was I was clinging onto the wall like a person on, in a shallow end of the pool yeah. and going, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And I kind of had to wait until there was someone I knew really well yeah. that I could just stay on the side with her and go, oh, hello. So but is then, the wall your um, safe place at a party where you don't really know many people? Dance floor is my safe place. Interesting. Yeah, because, I mean, I wasn't even drinking that night and oh, right. I waited until people were drunk enough to start dancing and then I danced. Perfect. I love With Terry fucking Hatcher. Yeah. Oh, well, I was talking about confidence and I wanted yes. to ask, uh, like, how much confidence do you have as I a human being? Do you feel like you've gone far along the road of self-acceptance and that stuff? No. No. No, and I feel oh, like... How do you? <laughs> yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of pressure mm. to do that. It's weird being a fat person as well because, like, you get some people are like, look at you. Good for you. Going on the TV. You know? And it's like... <laughs> being you you're just you're just unapologetically you about your existence yeah and it's like oh christ you don't seem to hate yourself yeah <laughs> but i can some days and i'm entitled yeah, course, to yeah. as much as like but what are you doesn't yeah what do you think of fat as a neutral word it's a good word because it describes sure. it's a description yeah it's a so description. you do see it as a neutral the thing yeah upsets- like if someone called me like a, a fat C word. Then sure. I'd be like, uh, <laughs> it is all about context, of course. And if yeah. somebody says it in a nasty way, then sure, it's a nasty word. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But it is just a descriptor. Yeah, but sometimes like it's hilarious how you you feel a bit dehumanized. I remember, I don't know, it's so it's so weird. I think I comfort ate a lot as a kid and stuff, that, yeah. and my identity was the fat girl, the fat funny girl. So that's what I kind of leaned into a lot and your role is like even in nightclubs and stuff like that it's a different type of role to what your friends would have it's often like you're kind of like a gatekeeper as well and yeah you're kind of like I find myself being sensible a lot and and I find that people who are really thin this is maybe just offering up too many um, generalizations but there's a sort of thing that like being fat or being bigger than them is the worst possible thing. So if I'm describing my own body in my own terms, mm. they'll jump in and be like, no, 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 you just have big boobs, or stuff like that. And I'm, like, I'm allowed to describe my own body and have my own feelings about my own body without you trying to minimise stuff. When yeah. I wasn't insulting myself, I like myself. It's so hard, though, because I think yeah. like people, people see being fat as like the worst thing mm. you can be. So they're like, no, you're not that really bad uh, thing. And it's like... <laughs> don't call yourself such a terrible, 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 terrible thing. Yeah. <laughs> What's Which this? is very patronising. I'm trying to care less about what people 
think are my feelings on stuff because that's their own feelings. Yeah. I don't like people judging me on my self-esteem or how I feel about myself. And people are reflecting what they feel about themselves back on me. And that's their own thing. And I'm like, it's okay, chicken. Um, so we're going to bring this conversation around to yes. the clubhouse initiation. Okay. Which is just a quick fire round. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. If Tom Cruise asked you to join Scientology, would you do it? I mean, is he asking me to sign the thousand-year contract? Yep. Or is he... <laughs> That's how you join Scientology, isn't it? I'd say no. Would you really? Yeah, Tom I would. Cruise is offering you the world, Alison. The world... He's offering me Scientology. <laughs> yes, he is. I am obsessed with Scientology. <laughs> me too, it's amazing. Yeah, I, I used to hang around outside the offices in Dublin. To try and get recruited. <laughs> well, just because there'd be a little... Always bits of drama that you could watch. In, in Dublin, there used to be this guy that stood outside with a camera pointed in and going and naming all the people that came in and out I was like I know who you are I know who you like are like in an anti-Scientology way yeah oh, wow. and then they would Fun. shove a camera on him yeah they do don't and they? then um, it would be like that for a couple of hours and I'd eat an ice cream and <laughs> just sit down and watch that sounds and like the best people watching oh it's brilliant and the port there's a hairdresser's underneath the old Scientology uh, offices in Dublin and uh, they, they used to come out and go please you're affecting our businesses please stop fighting outside oh my god that's <laughs> awful <laughs> affecting the real people yeah yeah there's <laughs> victims there are other victims in this thing um, are you a bath or shower person oh I am I'm a I'm a bath anytime I'm in a hotel Ooh. so I'll go to Lush I'll get a I'll get a thing and I'll go this will cure my depression <laughs> and then I'll, I'll watch so bath and a but do you know what I am I'm a I'm a bath in the streets and a <laughs> and, a, and a shower in the sheets that's what I am very good thank Excellent. you have you ever been in a fight yes physical yes yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah discos my at every disco you've ever not, been not every disco but my mate my mate uh, my mate didn't didn't really adhere to girl code and would go off of other people's boyfriends. And I'd be like, that fat friend, I'd be like, leave her alone. And I would just like tear them apart. Plus, I grew up in like a, a council estate in Ireland. So we used to fight with boys all the time with fireworks. I lit a firework and threw it at a guy like that. That he deserved it? Well, he was thrown at me. Like, we, it was a game. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> what a hilarious game. Yeah, we just Ending in some maiming. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what made it fun. Yeah, that he is true. behind a car. All we the to, danger. Yeah, we were terrible. We used to play, we used to play a game called IRA, which oh. was like... <laughs> <laughs> run around and cut holes in our hats and just chase each other. In your hat. Yeah, oh, which is like like bad clavers up. Oh, I see. Cut holes in her hands like stigma. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we was like it was like properly kind of like um, I I grew up around violence. <laughs> yeah, so you get de- desensitized, I suppose. Absolutely, absolutely. And then I talk to other people about their childhood, and I'm like, you didn't, you didn't do that. You didn't do the IRA thing. Yeah, <laughs> or like. Even with my mates. So we used to have these jelly snakes, which were 25p. So they were like, um, they were a long gelatin snake that you'd get in a in a penny sweet kind of packet, right. right? But I would get it and I would just like say to my friend, hey. And they'd turn around and I'd slap it across their Whip face. Them. Yeah, and I would mark them. And then they would do it to me. Kids are so violent. So because violent. Because obviously, I mean, I didn't pretend I was in the R.A. Sorry, but I did beat the shit out of my siblings regularly. Oh, all the time. And they did it to me. Yeah, yeah, all the time. Or 
I found um, when I when I moved to the last place I moved to, I had an English accent, so I got rid of that quick enough because they did not it's like shit. It. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, not a great, not a great rep. Um, no. So I got rid of the accent, and also I just got into fights because that was my the jokes were not hitting it for self preservation, and I needed to. Uh, survive in a different way there was this guy who always used to hit me and always used to like um, say he said something derogatory about my mum's haircut one day and I tried to gouge his eyes and he never said another word to me again well quite right I know that'll learn him never go after my mum's highlights they were amazing did, did you get like an eye or just not I quite never, <laughs> but I I, I I got the better of him uh, but in the, with the benefit of hindsight, were well, your mum's highlights not great? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. I mean, it's not for him to say. Or me, sorry. I apologise. No, no, Please you're don't fine. Kill me. You're fine. Um, who was the first person you fancied? Ooh. Um... Aaron Carter, probably. Oh, yeah, a good choice. Yeah, I linked the post me on Twitter. Oh, my gosh. I feel, feel like I remember... Like, that happening and me being like, really freaked out. Oh, my God. Obviously, yeah. I sent him pictures of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta. Um, yeah, it was him. It was Smash Hits magazine. I was on a ferry from Wales to Ireland, and something compelled me to lick the front of the, the poster. Well, so I did. why not? Uh, so I take that Did it taste fancy. good? Do you remember? Probably got a paper cut. <laughs> I think I, I was way weirdly... of telling me lust is bad. Don't do it. Yeah, you're going yeah. to hell. Yeah. Well, who was yours? Well, I was. I was just. You just reminded me that I had loads of posters of Michael Owen, the footballer. All I over had my his wall. PlayStation game. Weird. Yeah. Weird. That is not a good one. <laughs> I'm going to move on. Go on. Do you complain in restaurants? No. Can you burp on command? No, I've tried. Can't do it. I can flick my eyelids. Lose that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought about auditioning for X Factor? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. No. No, I haven't. Definitely not. Not even Definitely in the not. darkest recesses of your Big Brother. Of your soul. Oh, when I was yeah. a kid. When I first, uh, I was obsessed R- with Big Brother. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now I'm very thankful. Yeah, I'm very thankful you didn't do. Yeah. And finally, how much do you cry? Oh, um, so yesterday I watched Beyonce's Homecoming <gasps> and I cried four times. The hardest, and like I actually physically sobbed was when Kelly and Michelle came out. Oh, don't. Yeah, it was just incredible. <laughs> so I cry a lot, all the time. I've dedicated my new book to Beyonce. <laughs> Have you? It was oh. supposed to be a joke, but like my acknowledgements, I mean, not dedication, but just it's just four pages of me talking about how Beyonce is my best friend. I don't know what I was trying yeah. to achieve with Were it. Were you a fan of Destiny's Child back yeah, in the day? Of yeah, of course I was, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she's incredible. She's amazing. And anyway, um, congratulations on surviving the initiation. Good. Here is your welcome to the clubhouse goodie bag. Oh, my God. And actually, it feels a bit racist that it's green. (laughs) The bag. Oh, yes. Bit of a G&T in a can. Would you like a bit We might as well carry on, right? Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. And there's a crown in there, um, which I, I thought was it. a bit, like, hot messy, you know. Like, no, I love you it. You get drunk, you put on a little tiara. Have you heard um, of Lizzo? Oh, amazing love singer. her. Yeah. I don't She's need a crown God. to know that I'm a queen. That's that's what I am now. We've gone from singing hymns to singing Lizzo. <laughs> yeah, but that's my life, though. It was amazing. from singing that. That looks really like, nice on you. She's my God now, oh, Lizzo. Oh, thank amazing. you. 
Thank you so much. Um, that's very welcome. There's a lot of chocolate in there as well. I don't I'm know. Are you a chocolate thankful. fan? Yes. Are you a? Uh, I was going to ask. Are you yeah. a person who could eat the same thing day in day out? No. No, no I'm very bad. I can't even eat leftovers, the, oh, really? the meals straight away after. Like, it has to be something different. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, as Chelsea Long has said before, why live on your knees? And that's my saying. Now. That's the same thing. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I do want to know how you ended up doing comedy. What happened after school? So after school, I moved briefly to England again and worked as a teddy sales operative for a energy company that sells boiler insurance. Were you good at that? Um, I was one day when they gave away free beer, but it was just because of the of the fo- of the numbers I got. I was lucky. <laughs> but everyone was like, oh, she's Irish. It's the <laughs> alcohol. It's giving her alcohol oh, makes so her work harder. so just some casual racism. Oh, ca- yes. Um, <laughs> but it's so weird because in Ireland, like, sometimes my English accent will come out and then they're like oh yeah can you, you do a, a proper can you do it for me right now English I can, I can impersonate my dad go on then <coughs> oh I uh, <laughs> why haven't you called <laughs> that's pretty good actually is it yeah okay okay do some more I think I can talk like I don't know Talisa no that's <gasps> like Australian no, that was really good. Was it? I was really impressed. I like Talisa. Talisa is an excellent reference as well. Yes, yeah. She What's she has doing these days? Read up on her. She's been done wrong, mate. She has, she been, has yeah. Do you, you know she that? She was really stitched up. Do you remember when they, like, they went undercover to like trick her into thinking she'd got a, a, a Hollywood movie? Yeah, and didn't they like, didn't they like, they were like, oh, Talisa offered someone coke. Yeah, like, because of that. Yeah. This guy like went undercover and was like, I am a huge movie director. I'm giving you this lead role in a Hollywood movie. Yeah. Could you just get me some coke? <laughs> I'd be so bad because I'd be like, I don't know who to call. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just like, 118, 118. Is there a coke dealer? <laughs> yeah, but you would, wouldn't you? You'd be like, great, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Let me let me just send somebody out for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, get it on like Uber Eats or something. Like, Deliveroo. Deliveroo. We should set that up. That um, would be a good business. Um, do you always like doing stand-up? Have you had any bad experiences on stage? Yeah. Um, wait there. I am going to lash into this. Because... Would you drink You've that You've run out. Of, Sorry. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll share it. We'll share it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I've had, I've had bad times on stage. Probably, like, one of the worst times I've had on stage was, like, um, this guy... I was doing, like, a music festival a few years back... And uh, this guy stood up and kind of like was just shouting at me. That I was trying to like go, well, what's he, what's he shouting about? So I looked at him and he was like miming, having sex with his mate, but he was kind of insinuating that, that I was his mate. And he thought it was hilarious because I'm not uh, attractive to him. So that was so it. Pathetic. So then, so then I, <laughs> so then I um, insinuated that he, um, he was a criminal in some respect. Probably. <laughs> and got people to chant at him until he left. And stuff. <gasps> Did so, he actually leave? Yeah, he left. That yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. But I really, I really laid into him. Good. I, it was like a lot of years of like getting shit off people yeah. on the street that I just unloaded on him. Good. And it felt amazing. Oh, yeah. so that isn't even a bad experience on stage. That sounds like a fucking wonderful experience. That's okay, mate. I have no bad experiences. <laughs> that good I, yeah what I, level of people fame people will disagree <laughs> <laughs> um, what level of fame would you like to achieve like, like Amy Schumer too Ooh. far 
Yeah, that's way too far. Too far. So what yeah. would be the level? You Give me a name of level. Mm. I would like to, to be established enough that I don't feel like I have to hang on the side of the, the wall at a party. You know what I mean? Sure. That so that you be... are the Terry Hatcher in the middle of the... <laughs> I want to be Terry Hatcher. Okay, there, you go. there we go. Terry Hatcher level of just... I think people leave her alone as well, don't they? Like, sure. I, I know nothing about her personal life, and that's the way I want it. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today, Alison. You Thank are absolutely you so wonderful. Much. Is there anything else you would like to plug or encourage oh, people to? Yes, I'm going to be doing do. Edinburgh this year, uh, 5.15 every day in uh, Gilda Balloon. Um, you can buy tickets at Ed Fringe, and it's called Alison Spittle, Mother of God. And it's about the time that I did a nativity play and uh, had the part of Mary, and it was ripped away from me. Sounds amazing. It's revenge. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. And thank you, everyone out there. Um, please rate and subscribe if you have a minute. Bye. Bye. Oh, go listen to my podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Also, yeah. Also, yeah. do you have like a mailing list or something that people can get all your info on? Alisonsville.com and go to uh, Head Stuff and find Alisonsville Show. That's my podcast. Sweet. Bye. It's very good. Thank you everyone out there for listening. Next week on the podcast, we have the phenomenal writer and comedian Sophie Hagen. Please do join us for some silliness. Bye.